everyone, welcome to Be The Change. My name is Lily Mott, and today I'm going to be talking about how change comes when you just start, and that's the tweet. My guest this week is Eno Aduwak, and she is a Nigerian-American activist who is working on amplifying the voices of others in different ways, including with the communications organizations Nijakom and Widen Kennedy. I really enjoyed my conversation with Eno, so without further ado, let's get started with this episode featuring... Eno Yeah, I'm I'm Eno. I am a first generation Nigerian American and I'm a Houston native born and raised. Like those two things are a huge part of my identity and it truly embodies everything that I do, the work that I do in my personal and professional life. I guess a fun fact about me, my first name backwards is one. You can just imagine how many puns come out of that. <laughs> a million and one, I've heard it all. Um, but yeah, for me, I'm really passionate about amplifying people's voices and stories, um, not just in like the Nigerian community, but people in general. It's something I'm really passionate about. And I'm, I'm blessed to get to do that in like, you know, my personal life and professional life. Um, outside of like uh, Nijicom, I do... I am like a content editorial strategist for Widen and Kennedy. So for people who don't know what that is, it's like a global creative agency who is responsible for creating some of your favorite work, like Nike's Colin Kaepernick commercial for Dream Crazy is what it's called. And McDonald's, Travis Scott meal, the Sweetie meal, and so much more. Um, I mentioned Nijacom before. So Nijacom is a space for Nigerian creatives and professionals in overlooked career fields. That is my brainchild. That is like my everything. But yeah, it's a little bit about me. That is a great introduction, and I'm so excited to be talking with you today. So I'd love to go back a little bit and just ask you to tell me some about your background and the experiences that really brought you to the creation of Nijacom and to the work that you're doing now. Can you tell me more about that story? Yeah, yeah. So like growing up, I didn't really that I didn't really see that much representation of like Nigerian creatives, like Nigerians and like you know, sports, Nigerians and music and like communications. And I'm talking about people like around me, not like on TV. I'm talking about like in my circle, in my family, I didn't see that representation. And like, I'm the only person in my family pursuing something non-traditional. So you can only imagine like how, how it must be to navigate this world without seeing that type of representation and not really knowing who to really turn to when it comes to certain things, um, because, you know, other people can't really relate to it. So yeah, after seeing like minimal, representation, I decided to create an online community because I, I wasn't seeing it in person. So I'm like, okay, maybe it must be online. I didn't see it online either. So I was like, okay, maybe I should create it. Maybe I should just, I should just do it, you know, like Nike. I should just like create a space for Nigerians who are in like, you know, communications, Nigerians who are in film and just like gather them all together to really celebrate each other, but also teach people about careers they're not really accustomed to. So yeah, it's like long story short, that's how it came about. Oh, yes, I love the just do it, just like Nike. That's great. Um, so tell me some about Nijacom and the whole process to get started with the project, what you're working on now. Just give me a better picture of what the organization's working on, because it's a really unique concept. And it's one that I'm excited to know more about. So yeah, give me that whole scoop. 
Yeah, it, it's really niche. Um, and I think I think that's one of the things that makes it really unique. Like you don't really hear about stuff like this every day. Um, so I think that's kind of cool. But yeah, so for everyone who's listening, Nijicom is the first ever space that, you know, caters to Nigerian creatives and Nigerian professionals in overlooked career fields. Um, not just one specific creative, it's like a combination of creatives, like communications, sports, music, all of that, um, you know, PR, everything. And so basically on a day-to-day, we like empower Nigerian creatives and, pro- and professionals and basically, you know, share each other's stories and basically talk talk about like what we're going through what we're experiencing our accomplishments or like you know challenges all that stuff as well as like provide job opportunities to you know the community like let's say if i'm collaborating with google or something i'll basically collaborate with them to provide internships to our community and so basically collaborations like that um we recently collaborated with hbo in the summer to basically um highlight Nigerian nonconformists and their experiences and basically to, you know, talk with two cast members from the documentary about their experiences and about how we can support, you know, um, Nigerian conformists, whether it's like in the US or anywhere else. But yeah, so basically collaborations, spotlights on local Nigerians, you know, all that good stuff. I love that idea, and I think it's great that you're building such a strong community, and it's continuing to grow, so I'm excited to see where it goes in the future, where you take it. I would love to know, just as you were talking some, about how you chose a different, maybe non-traditional career path from the rest of your family, I would love for you to talk more about that concept a little bit. Do you think that careers in fields like the media or like art or music are becoming more traditional and maybe more inclusive for people to pursue naturally over time? Or do you think that it's something that we really need to focus on changing people's minds and actively making those fields more inclusive? I'd love to just get your take on that idea and how those industries might be changing, especially as millennials get older, as Gen Z gets older. I'd just love to get your thoughts on that. Yeah, yeah, I love that question. Um, so I feel like in my community, it has been improving. And like, basically, like, just to let everyone know, this is not like a Nigerian thing. This is like very, this is ingrained in a lot of other cultural communities, even in American society, there's certain career paths that are like prioritized and glamorized more than others. Um, but yeah, in my community, I think it is improving, improving, um, not like quickly, but like it is improving. It is better than it was um, years back. I think it's because like the next generation, like my generation, the newest generation, they're really they're not like they're like their elders. They are very like they are go-getters. They want to, you know, pursue their dreams and their aspirations. Of course, their elders are go-getters too, but in a different way. I think um, Gen Zers and millennials are very like, are very like go with the flow and they want to pursue whatever they care for. And I feel like when it's like that, you can't really tell, you can't really tell them like, no, when it's, they're already pursuing it, you're not going to stop them. And I feel like you're going to have to run with it. You're going to have to learn what it is that they're passionate about, whatever it is that they're fighting for. And I feel like once people learn more about it, about these careers they're not accustomed to, then they're going to start to really, you know, educate themselves and really open open up to these new, these new things. Like, um, for instance, like TikTok, there's a lot of older people in the American society who don't understand TikTok. They don't really see it as a profession, but there's so many young TikTokers making six figures off off of it. And so it's like, you can't really, you can't deny it. You can't fight it. It it is what it is. What you're going to have to do is adapt. And so basically, um, yeah. So that's all you really got to do is adapt. And I think it is improving, but it's, it's, it's a step in the right direction for sure. But yeah. 
That's such an interesting idea. And I love that perspective that just because what we're interested in as a generation may be different from the generations before us, it doesn't mean that our interests are wrong or worse. They're just different. So I would also love to know more about your work at Wyden and Kennedy because I think that careers in public relations and strategic communications are some of those paths that may seem untraditional, but that have become so much more popular for millennials and for Gen Z creators. So can you tell me some about that side of your professional work? Yeah, yeah. So um, for everyone in the back, I'm a content editorial strategist for Wyden and Kennedy. Like I said, it's a global creative agency and they have eight offices around the globe. Um, it started off in Portland, Oregon, but then as years, you know, went on, it, it, you know, offices were built around the globe. So I do PR and social for them. So basically helping to like elevate our people and, you know, elevate our stories and whatever campaigns we have going on. Um, so yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. Like, I feel like a lot, a lot of people don't really understand um, this area of advertising. I think when people think of advertising, they think of like billboards or like those little stickers on cars, but it's like, there's so much more, especially in th in this year, like people, there's people in um, Widen and Kennedy that are tweeting for McDonald's, you know, having viral tweets, people don't know that. And like, that's, you know, part of a part of like, you know, this, this next era of advertising is growing into something way more than just billboards and like car signs like no we have cool Super Bowl commercials and we have we're tweeting for this brand and that brand like we have you know cool celebrities that are part of like these cool collaborations like the um Travis Scott meals the sweetie meal all these like cool things you know and so basically it's it's kind of fun it's not like your traditional advertising agency or like your traditional like company like they're very like they're really fun it's like hanging out with like some big kids like they they love to have fun they don't take things too seriously they're living life but they're also doing their job really well um so yeah it's a combination of like young folks and like older people but like it all it's just such a cool place and like there's not enough words to really explain it you just you got to be there it's it's a different vibe so I'm, I'm gonna plug my employers so you can follow them on instagram at like widen kennedy so that's w-i-e-d-e-n um kennedy there's i to me there's only one way to spell kennedy so <laughs> but yeah so widen kennedy so w-i-e-d-e-n kennedy so on instagram and on twitter and then they have a linkedin too so they have some cool content and you know you might see a tweet or two come in from that account which you know shout out to our social team and our pr team but yeah that's so cool, and I'm so glad that you found this position and this company that you're so passionate about and so proud to be a part of. That's awesome. So I have one last question for you. Lots of young people, particularly college students, high school students, want to create change and they want to make a difference, but they may not know how to get started. Do you have any advice for those people who may be listening? Yeah, yeah. This is going to sound like kind of cliche, but um, just start. I, that, that's really it. That's the tweet. But yeah, just just start because I realized that as human beings, we tend to like really overthink things and have a lot of doubts. And we try to like, you know, prepare things to the best of its ability to make it perfect and to make it seamless. But like either way, life, life is not perfect. Everyone's not perfect. Things are going to either go right or go left but you're going to have to learn and grow from them. And you, you, this is something that you got to do. So just start, don't waste like, you know, several months trying to plan it, make it seem so perfect and think everything's going to go well, because it could backfire. So just, you know, start it and, you know, learn and grow with it. And you, you'll see so much impact in that. So that's, that's my two cents or three cents.
I really enjoyed talking with Eno and think it was so inspiring to hear about how she is challenging the definition of what a career should look like and working to redefine those boundaries to fit the changing world. I loved Eno's last bit of advice the most when she said that in order to make change, you just start because I think it really goes along with her whole path and her whole story. Eno is amplifying the voices of others because she saw a void and she just decided one day that she would be the one to fill it. She's been pursuing a relatively non-traditional career path, and one day, she just started on that path and didn't look back. I love Eno's advice and the way that she's truly embodied that sentiment, because she's completely right that change comes when you just start. And that's the tweet. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and you can connect with Eno on Instagram at eno.xo. If you want to talk about anything I mentioned, please reach out to me by email at lily at bethechangepodcast.org or on Instagram at bethechangepodcast. Tune in for my next episode, but until then, be the change you wish to see in the world. Bye, guys.